G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. There was something incredibly special about old King David. He was a man after God's own heart. And that's why, imperfect though he was, he was able to do what God had called him to do. So what was it that was so special about David's heart? Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we chat once more about your heart. In the natural, you and I are programmed to be empire builders, aren't we? We're constantly thinking about furthering our own interests in our own little corner of the planet. In a sense, building our own despotic little empires. It's just the way we've been programmed. And yet Jesus, topsy-turvy Lord and Saviour that he is calls us to turn that whole self-interest thing completely on its head. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Jesus told his disciples, Look, if any of you want to become my followers, then let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. I mean, that's easy for him to say. (laughs) It's a lot harder for you and me to do by living it out in our lives, right? So how do you live it out? The reason I ask this question is because anybody who's ever followed Jesus knows that feeling when you've tried and tried and tried and tried and yet still you find yourself failing. Still you find yourself pulling up short. Still you see the selfishness or the arrogance or the the insecurity or the faithlessness that you wish weren't there rearing their ugly heads in your life. You want to be a kingdom builder and yet you realize that really you're just trying to build your own empire. Have you ever been there? Yeah, me too. So, what's the answer? Well, Jesus has the answer, and it goes much deeper than you and I might think. Luke chapter 6, verses 43 to 45. He says, look, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its fruit. Figs are not gathered from thorns, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of their heart produces good. And the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. In other words, if you and I really, truly want to take up our cross and follow Jesus, if we really, really want to become kingdom builders rather than our own despotic little emperors, it's a matter of the heart. Good things and bad things, all the stuff we do, it all begins in the heart. Jesus also pointed out that murder begins in the heart, right? Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 to 26. So what you and I need is a change of heart. Not a change of actions, but deep down, a change of heart. Now, you and I know that we can do anything if first it begins as a work in our hearts. The problem is there are some things deep down inside that you and I simply cannot do. There are some major works required in our hearts that only the Holy Spirit can do. So to answer this question, how can we become kingdom builders rather than empire builders, we go to a man who had a right heart and see what what it was about his heart that enabled him to build the kingdom of God 
rather than his own personal empire. Now this man, David, ultimately became the greatest king that Israel ever had. So if anybody could have been an empire builder, it it could have been him, right? And yet he was much more interested in building God's kingdom on this earth than his own empire. Here's why. A thousand or so years after the life and the reign of David, Luke the Apostle is writing the book of Acts, and this is what he writes under the power and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 13, verse 22, he says this, When he had removed him, he made David their king. He's talking about Saul. When he had removed Saul, he made David their king. In his testimony about him, he said, I have found David, son of Jesse, to be a man after my heart, who carries out all my wishes. Do you see? The heart comes first, then the actions. David was a man after God's very own heart, and as a result, he was a man who would carry out all of God's wishes. Now, the great thing about choosing David to talk about being a kingdom builder is this. David was a terrible sinner. He was an adulterer. He was a murderer. He was a bandit. He was a marauder. He had times when he was faithless in his life, causing huge punishment to fall on the nation of Israel. In fact, he did things that you or I would never dream of doing. In other words, David was a sinner just like you and me, only much, much worse than us. And the point of God calling him a man after his own heart is that God knows we're not perfect. He doesn't expect us to be perfect, but he wants our hearts to beat as one with his over the last little while, I've been reading through the books of First and Second Samuel in the Old Testament in my own personal devotion times. Now, of course, as always, certain passages leapt out and I highlighted them and thought about them and prayed over them, as you do when you're reading God's Word. But the biggest thing that struck me was the big sweep of the story of God and the story of David. I think sometimes it's easy to miss the sweep of a story in the Bible. We read this verse, or we read that verse, or we read this chapter, or we read that chapter. It's as though we chop up God's word into little bits, and we miss this huge story of God's love and God's salvation. You know what I mean? So it's a great thing sometimes to read the Bible as a story and ask, what's the whole story telling me here? And the thing that this story showed me is what it was about David that made him a man after God's own heart. What was it about his heart, this this mighty warrior, this sinner, despite all his failings, that made him a man after God's own heart? And here's the answer. Time and time again, David showed through his actions that he considered the nation of Israel to be God's kingdom and not his empire. Israel wasn't his, it was God's. Over and over again, David showed respect for authority, even when that authority was murderous and despotic. He forgave those who persecuted him. He honoured those who were nothing. As I read about those things, I, I can see the heart of God beating in and through David's attitudes and actions. And as tough a life as David had, I found myself praying, God, make some of those changes in my heart too. And let me tell you, there's power in a prayer like that. Friend, you and I can't produce good actions out of a bad heart. When there's arrogance, selfishness, pride dwelling in our hearts, in a little room there that we've locked up tight to keep God out, then there is no way that we can have the God-given security to honour authority that God has set over us, even when we don't agree. 
When we hand everything over to God except just this one little thing, let me tell you, that one little thing is going to ruin our lives. That one little thing is going to be the devil's foothold, his beachhead, from which he will plunder our whole lives, our effectiveness in ministry, the ability for us to love, the ability for us to honour. Because let me tell you, the devil definitely wants to keep you and me in our natural sinful state. What does the Bible say? Ephesians 4.27 Do not make room for the devil. Romans 13.14 Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. If in your heart of hearts you want to be used by God to be a part of building his kingdom rather than your own little empire, then that thing that you're hanging on to, that you know is wrong, the one thing that you've locked away tight and kept from God, needs to be handed over to him. I know you're never going to be perfect. So does God. But willful rebellion in your heart will rob you of your role as a builder of God's kingdom. There's nothing surer than that. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 20 and 21. In a large house, there are utensils not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for special use, some for ordinary. All who cleanse themselves of the things that I've mentioned will become special utensils dedicated and useful to the owner of the house, ready for every good work. Have you noticed just how many people seem to be spending so much of their time and energy talking about, asserting their own rights? How prideful and selfish it's all become? What this world truly needs is a good dose of simple, old-fashioned humility. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet, The Incredible Power of Your Humility in a Prideful World. Make no mistake, the Word of God is alive and active, so I'm praying that through this booklet, He'll help you pour the healing love of Jesus out into a world that seems intent on tearing itself apart. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your free booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.